0: Konnichiwa. And hey, y'all. I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie, and welcome to... Sumo Kaboom. Kaboom! Where
1: we talk about all things sumo. Yep, if you've listened to us before, welcome back. If you're here for the first time, curious about sumo wrestling, we're glad you found us. Yeah! Alright, so we are smack dab in the middle of spotlighting some of the very top guys in professional sumo who they are. And today we are focusing on a couple of guys in the Sekiwake position. That's right. And these two gentlemen, Shodai and Mitakeume are fantastic. We're going to tell you more about them, but first, news flash. <laughs>
0: Alright, so last week was a little current event heavy, and this week I would say it's a Bit scant. Oh,
1: it's the complete opposite. It's
0: complete, but it's, it's okay. I got a couple of things for you. Here's Great. what I got. So, Kakaru was interviewed, and you know, about his injury from yeah. last time. And he had injured his right elbow right before the tournament, and he really hadn't been able to practice up until the tournament. Like, he had practiced, but he really wasn't able to, like, really, really practice. Yeah. So, he was just talking about having the full use of his elbow back, and he did have time to heal and he has trainers who were on it and getting him back into tip top form. So Yeah, this
1: was absolute news to me. I did not realize he was going into that tournament already injured. Maybe he
0: didn't tell anybody. I I don't don't think so. I don't think it was news because we obviously didn't hear about it. And of course, if there's news we hear about it. We
1: would know about it over here in Texas. Yeah. (laughs) I mean it
0: could just be his age. He turned thirty five. He's just got that young, young, young guy. I know. (laughs) But he did mention something about his age. Turning thirty five. Yeah, like
1: it's so old. Yeah. It cracks me up.
0: I know. But then again, I don't know. Thirty-five and a sumo wrestler may be the equivalent of fifty and not. You know what I mean? I don't well, I Just still think so it's not on the body. Is really young. Well, yeah. I do too. <laughs> but yes, it's
1: but a violent. But you know very, what I mean? Like it's a violent sport when yeah. you get out of
0: bed in the morning. Uh, and maybe as a sumo wrestler. You creak more? He creaks
1: at 35.
0: I'm a creak. Yeah. Don't sing anymore because then we have to pay rights on it. You always want to do that. I do. Okay. So this time, John Gunning just tweeted that there are also not going to be any English color commentators for this tournament this time around. It really doesn't affect us that much except for the highlights. Yeah. But the 50-minute one is the one where it kind of sounds a little weird because I think it just kind of sounds a little sparse. Anyway, it's going to be the same as last time. Okay. Also, people were talking about Terunofuji and this question of, will he retire? Yeah. and a great question. Yeah. Now, this article I read is terribly translated into English from Japanese, so it's really kind of hard to gather all that was said. But of the Maegashira ranks right now, we have four former Ozeki's, which is kind of unusual. We have Mm -hmm. Kota Shogiku, Terunofuji, who fell out of the rank because of injury now rose back up out of the ashes and won the last tournament the phoenix yes Tochinoshin and my ex-boyfriend newly married takayasu mm-hmm. and this article was kind of hitting on this this idea that okay you know when you have you ever gone gambling and you sit down at a blackjack <laughs> table and then you play like one round and then the people are like yeah i'm out Oh, yeah, it's, I do that every weekend. Well, me too, all the time. Oh, yeah. I'm always, can't, I'm a, can't yeah, stop gambling. You are, can't stop. Can't anyway. Stop, won't stop. Can't well, stop. Yeah. I can say that I'm a really crappy gambler, but whenever I was in Las Vegas, I'd go up to the table and I'd play one round and then the guys that were, or ladies that were next to me would see me play one round and then they're like, I'm out of here. And it's because I screwed up the order of their cards by being there. And not only was it that. It was also that I was a really crappy player. And they didn't want to play with you? Right. Because it messes up the order of their cards. So I go back to the sumo thing where you think of, okay, is Fuji going to try to get his Ozeki status back? Now, there's only been about seven throughout history that have actually done that. Okay. But does it mess up the order of the other guys who are attempting to become Ozeki, such as Shodai or Mitake Yumi? How could it? Well, I guess they all could become Ozeki. Yeah. But the idea is he's already been there. He, Of course, he could go for it. But would that take away from Mitake Yumi and Shodai's rise by no. him just being there? No. Well, I'm glad you have really strong opinions about it. I have very it. strong opinions. I'm like, Why? I have no opinion. I'm Why? just reporting. I... <laughs> That's all. And <laughs> I'm... you're picking a fight I had... with me I over am... no. reporting. I have
1: this thing about ageism in sumo wrestling. where But people... I, did, I didn't mention age. I... I think that what happens is when a lot of these people write about sumo, they just go, okay, this guy's over 30. He should be on his way out. I don't have a problem with older guys who are fighting well. He's only hanging... 28. He's only 28? Yes. Okay. So I don't know why the heck they would want him not to go for a Nozeki status unless he decides.
0: He wants to go that... out on top. Yeah.
1: He wants to go out on top.
0: <laughs> okay his rise is just amazing. I do too. I'd like to see him go for Ozeki status again, but because we just don't see it, I think the expectation is that why go for it when you're already... At the top again, you have this, like, amazing thing you've just done. Yeah. His choice. Totally his choice. His choice. His choice. And also, he has asked to retire, like, five other times. Like, oh, did he? Well, not five. I'm exaggerating. But he definitely did. When he was injured, he kept oh, well, that's submitting true. his resignation. Yeah. And they were and like, that... no, 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 not not until you're healthy. Okay. So maybe his mindset and what people are saying is that, like, this guy wanted to retire way back. <laughs> When he felt terrible. When he felt terrible. Yeah. And maybe it's okay that, like, it's completed this journey for him to go out on top. And that's, I think, maybe the question. Not if he has more wrestling in him. But at 28, he's got many years left. Yeah, he's young. Unless his injuries... As a 28-year-old, he's actually 65. All
1: right. So what I'm t- what I'm taking from this conversation now is that it's sumo fans wondering exactly what we were wondering at the end of the last Basho. Will he go out on top or will he decide to stay in there and do more? And that is a great question. Yeah. There's nothing knows. ageist about that. Sorry. That was no? me like pouncing <laughs> on it going, what do they have against <laughs> this old guy? Jesus Christ. He's <laughs> fabulous. Let him stay in there if he wants to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that is all I have for the newsflash. Fabulous. Okay, seki of all of the fixed number of wrestlers in the top makuchi division, there are 42. And just two of those are labeled sekiwaki, above Komasubi and below ozeki. And on a rare occasion, you actually might see three or four sekiwakis. But that would be, like I said, very rare. There are usually only a two. According to the source of all sources, Wikipedia, sekiwaki is the third highest rank in professional sumo wrestling. And the term is actually derived from guarding the ozeki or at Mm -hmm. his side. Yep. Sekiwakis became Sekiwakis when they achieve enough kachikoshis, which is winning tournaments, to become convincing enough to promote upwards. Say, uh, as a komusubi, you have like a, a record of 11 and 4, then you would most likely become a Sekiwaki, unless there isn't enough room in the inn. And the other wrestlers currently holding the spot, also have excellent records from the past tournament. So remember, most komusubi lose that position due to the difficult schedule. Yeah. Yeah. So an 11-4 record would actually be quite amazing as yes, a komusubi, and it would merit a promotion to Sekiwaki. Mm-hmm. But let's admit, when you get to this rank, your goal really is to churn out enough wins to become an Ozeki. You are eventually aiming for 33 wins over 3 tournaments to be eligible for Ozeki status. Unless you are Sanoyama, then it's what 32 yeah, and 32. but he was looking good. He he looked like uh, he yeah. looked like an Ozeki in the we're, making. So
1: we're still not quite sure why they let that one slide, but we I, hope they let other
0: people slide. I hope so too. I say they wanted him there, but he also in his spirit and his mind and technique, it was all kind of there. So I think they have room to bend the rules. Here. Here and there, you are now a proven wrestler on the rise as a sekiwaki. But you still must be patient. Okay, so it doesn't always happen that you could get promoted to ozeki. And for some like Goedo, did you know it took him fourteen tournaments between 2012 and 2014 to earn consideration for ozeki promotion?
1: Was he earning his big wins?
0: Well, I think he was kind of like shorter the number. Uh, yeah. He would probably have really good tournaments and then have a wonky one. Oh, but I it see. took him, like, two years. And then other guys, like Asanayama, was like, whoop, I became a ozuki zucky. Pop, right to anyway, the top. Anyway, so, like I said, this position is very hard to maintain because now that you've made it nearly to the top, it also means you will be slugging it out with the best of the best at the top of the tournament. And this can be very difficult. And often, you usually get that Makikoshi record. So you, you best be good. You best be good. Because you, you be don't really stay ready. up there no, if you have a losing no, record. you don't. Nope. And you've got to have a strong mental game at this position. Now, occasionally, you will see a wrestler maintain the rank with a 7 and 8 Makikoshi record. But that's because the Komasubis and the Upper migashiras records below you were also subpar. So you can hold on to this status and not be bumped down. If everybody else is like kind of not bringing their A game either. Mm -hmm. So I always think rankings are always a toss up of how well you did, but also how well or how poorly those around you also did. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's why people really love the bonzuke when it's revealed is because it's a bit of a surprise. Mm -hmm. You don't know who's really going to go up or who went down and why. Sometimes it's willy nilly. They're going to stay there even though they had a Makikoshi tournament. Yeah. And I just want to say here, if anybody wants
1: to know more about Ranking or the Banzuke, we have done two previous episodes on those. I think Ranking was our second episode, and I don't remember the number of the Banzuke one, but you can look those up if you want more info on that.
0: Yes, absolutely. Along with Komusubi's the Sekiwaki position, they also make more money in salary. And they also get to appear with the chairman at special events before and after and all kinds of ceremonial type things. It's a very honorable position. And I'd like to think that once you get into the Sanyaku in general, it's going to get you more publicity, which is going to get you more public favor.
1: You know what I almost
0: did? What? A whole new Don't where? sing it. Disney is gonna I come have a song after for everything. Us. y'all. You I have a cannot song for everything. sing it. Okay, so eventually, though, that leads to more sponsors, fans, gifts, and cha-ching money. So let's talk about our two current Sekiwakis. First, I will start with Lari's true first oh, love. Okay. And I'll say that when she just started like watching Sumo with me, yep. it was Mitake Yumi. He it was, was on the rise. And he was probably the wrestler to really bring her into the sport. Wouldn't
1: you say that? I would absolutely
0: say that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I was fascinated
1: by his shape. And what about his shape? And well, he's very Buddha like. He is. He has a big Buddha belly, but along with the fantastic hip flexibility which I found amazing. And also that picture of him holding a big fish with a big smile on his face is really what did it because I think it's the funniest cutest picture. He has a great smile. He has an awesome smile. So great. Let's talk about Mitakiomi.
0: Well, Mitakiomi Hisashi was born Christmas Day 1992. Is he, a Christmas he is baby? a Christmas baby. Hisashi Omichi or Daido Justin Justin Hisashi, yeah.
1: Really, I wonder where the Justin came from, because that doesn't sound very Filipino. Okay,
0: it said, since he was a Christmas baby, that it's some sort of connection to Christmas in maybe... Just Christmas? ...Tagalog, which is Filipino. I I don't know. Just... I do not know. Just in time? (laughs) Just in time? I'm trying to
1: figure out how Justin (laughs) goes together with Christmas. I don't either. Justin Jesus? Justin... if Jesus's name was Justin, Justin, <laughs> Justin Christ <laughs> <laughs> but Justin Christ. Oh,
0: anyway, Justin loves you. Yes, he that, does. stop it. okay, sorry. we well, actually, we wouldn't have to pay rights on a <laughs> on a Jesus tune. Anyway,
1: get this. <laughs> Jesus would just come for us then.
0: Medical expenses are free. Listen, I'm trying to tell <laughs> I love you about the way Justin. You just
1: ignored me altogether. Okay, yes, because you're Justin, about to go I'm into sorry.
0: another song, and I'm like, oh God, I gotta edit that out. Okay, okay. So medical expenses are free on Christmas Day in the Philippines. Really? So it, yeah, he was born free. So it's kind Is of it like the a one gift. day of yeah, year. Yeah, one day a year you can do
1: any procedure you want for free. Yeah, must be the hospitals are very empty. On I would Christmas like to day. say
0: that they don't book a lot of surgeries. Like yeah, assisted non- Essential surgeries, (laughs) then it would be the busiest day of the year. I would like to say if you're baby born or a heart attack victim or something like that. Then Then Christmas Day is a great day to do it. Yes. Okay. And so he was born to his mom, who is Filipino, and his Japanese father. And at the age of four, they moved to Japan and they settled in Agamatsu Nagano, where he would forage in the mountains for mushrooms with his father and fish for trout in the mountain streams. He had a very outdoorsy, nature-filled childhood a oh, double of this kid i know well he began wrestling at a very young age in elementary school mm-hmm. and when he competed in a competition in the first grade he lost out to a much smaller opponent and according to wikipedia this loss lit a fire in his soul Ooh. his little Little tiny soul, Soul. which led him to join the Kiso Sumo Club for boys. And he dominated in sumo all throughout elementary school, which is weird to say. But by the end of elementary school, he rose to second place in the All Japan Elementary School Sumo Championship Tournament. That's awesome. While attending Kiso Fukushima Middle School, he was ranked in the top eight junior wrestlers nationally. So he was all throughout his childhood, he has been wrestling. Yep. All the while... He was wrestling in the streets with the kids. He was wrestling with the law. Get this. He went to Kiso Ayamine High School, and he was third in the National Politi Club, which I'm guessing is some sort of political debate club. I don't know. Because, well, he went on to study law at Toyo. University after high school. Really? Yeah. So he was really engaged in... I, justice? Uh, justice, yes. And at Toyo University, mitakumi crushed it in the collegiate sumo world. So he was studying law, and oh he was God. also doing sumo and killing it. He's like the Justice League sumo guy. Hence his middle name is Justin. Oh, my God. Part sumo wrestler, part lawyer. I'm
1: picturing him now with a cape, like just ready to... Why would pound. he have a cape? Well, Do lawyers wear capes? He's part of the Justice League now. Oh So okay, he's like it. part Aquaman Part you know part, Sumo part man lawyer Was
0: there a lawyer There was a lawyer around? Yeah Like part <laughs> lawyer
1: Part sumo Politico Debate team I love this kid Yeah
0: Well, in his fourth year at university, he became the University Yokozuna, and then he went on to become amateur Yokozuna, and he attained the rank of amateur Yokozuna, and with that, it earned him the right to start as a professional at Makushita 10, because if you have two amateur sumo wins outside of the sumo system... It's called a Tsukidashi, and that is a wrestler who has won at least one out of the four. For what? The main competitions, the amateur competitions, prior oh. to jumping into the sumo JSA system. Okay, got it. And so he won two tournaments in the same year, and he actually joined Makushita uh, number 10. So he basically gets to skip the bottom three ranks of the sumo world. You jump in like halfway. Okay, because they
1: know you've had experience and that yeah. you're really pretty good. Yes,
0: absolutely. And he had initially not intended to enter the professional ranks, but instead he got a job offer for the Wakayama prefectural government. He actually already had a job offer as a civil servant, and his parents at the time encouraged him to follow his career into the government. But he was convinced at the time by the former Oginohana, the 11th generation stable master at Diwana Umi Stable, which is where he ended up at, to revive the fortunes of His stable. So basically, he was the new stable master at the stable and he needed some good new blood. And he saw him and he went to him and he said, Come to me, I'll take care of you and elevate you up. And Mitake Yumi did. So he turned down the job okay. as a civil servant and he said, I'm going to do sumo. And he's still at that
1: same stable yep. now, which is why he doesn't have any other like really top performing sumo guys yep. to practice with. Right. He's, he's kind of like one. the lone big guy from his yeah. sumo stable.
0: Yeah. And he quickly went up the ranks like it was a bit head spinning. And his first tournament, he crushed it with a six and one record. Then he was up and then catapulted him into Juryo. Only after two official tournaments in November 2015, he was already in Makuchi. He went up super fast. And nobody had really done that from Nagano, essentially. Yeah. And that's there's a lot of hometown pride with these wrestlers. Of course. And so that was a big deal. And he wanted to honor his his hometown. He has been in the Sanyaku ranks 19 other times. So needless to say, he is a top dog. Mm-hmm. Now, would you like to know some fun facts about Mitake Yes, please. His favorite foods are bananas. Yes, sushi. Yes, yakiniku. What's that? Oh, it's like um, you get these really yummy thin slices of meat, and you barbecue it on the table. And it's kind of it reminds me of Korean barbecue, but okay. it's all about the sauces. You you cook it on the grill, and then you dip it in the sauces and the rice yeah. and the vegetables. I actually hear
1: that Mitakeomi is a
0: fantastic cook. Oh well. The rumor is. The rumor is.
1: Yes, especially of his mother's pudding.
0: Oh, well, that's one of the other things that he says that he loves to eat is pudding. So I assume it's his mother's recipe. Yes, it is. The wrestler he admires is Waso Uyama, and his blood type is O.
1: (laughs) I just have to say right here... It was really interesting looking at these two wrestlers because I could find a lot of information on Mitakeyumi and what he likes and about his mom and about his family. And we're going to talk more about that kind of stuff. But I could not find that much on Shodai. Actually, when mm. I pulled up info on Shodai on the third Google page, it had Our podcast as a place to go for Shodai facts, and I was like, "Oh, that's terrifying. We
0: need to get more Shodai facts." Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, hopefully, by the end, we're experts on
0: Shodai. That's (laughs) terrifying, isn't it? It is. It is. It is. But you know what? Maybe we'll just do that for ourselves. Become (laughs) Become the, the experts experts on shodai. Okay, so about Mataka Yumi, he eats about ten bowls of rice in a sitting. And when asked about the ladies, I thought you would appreciate. Oh this yeah, section.
1: well, and you too, because someone
0: did suggest him as, as your my next new boyfriend. Boyfriend. He's. I'm considering it. I have to say, there's not a spark. Okay, but there's no reason it can't. But what does he say about the ladies? Okay. I mean, are you his type? Who knows? He well think both of us might be oh. he said I like beautiful ones who are easy to hang out with and who are looking for their own work means he wants a girl with ambitions okay he wants a woman with more life experience and I think I'm attracted Don't to now. Well, listen to this oh I think I'm attracted to older women <gasps> oh we're in we're so, so he in. says he's a shy person and I can't enter a convenience store by myself easily oh, but random. this is the other side of having too much information about okay. you on the internet yes in 2017, he, it says it on Wikipedia, I think this is where I saw it, or I don't know where I saw it. He won a tournament and had diarrhea at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I think it had to do with nerves, but I, well, I love that, I mean, that. haven't we all had that experience? Yes. I mean, it's high time we all admit we yeah. get nervous diarrhea. So <laughs> anyway, it's out there.
1: <laughs> oh, that's never going to leave my brain about me Umi. But,
0: like, mad respect. Like, he is wearing a mawashi, and yeah. that's a very dicey that's situation.
1: The, <laughs> and you're running into people at super high speeds, <laughs> and you're surrounded by television cameras. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Not the way I would want to go into a wrestling match.
0: Nor I. His mother, though, is the life of the party. Yes, she is. They call her is. Miss Margarita, who she actively keeps up with fans. And I thought, I need to write her. Yes. His and dad is so sweet. Like, yeah. When
1: you see her on the yeah. videos, I mean, she is just jumping up and down for her little bundle of joy. She's I know. so excited for
0: him. I love and, her. And, well, really and kid. here's the last thing I have to say about him. He loves bowling. Bowling? Yeah, he loves to bowl. Really? Yeah. So that is what I got about Mitaki. And would you like to hear about Shodai? Yes. Okay. Now, I have been watching a lot of Shodai lately. And I imagine most everyone else has, too. But I've, I've really enjoyed how he's been wrestling. He seems like a really nice, easygoing guy. Yeah,
1: right? he does. Well, at least what I saw on the internet... Not everyone thinks that, or at least they're... They say he's grumpy or they he's, say like he, he's not positive. He seems very friendly, yeah, very seems outgoing. Yeah, he
0: genuinely happy and loves the sport. And,
1: and honest, think, yeah. like giving honest feedback about his yeah. own performance. And yeah. that may be the difference. He might be one of the few wrestlers that's willing to say, well... I did my best, but boy, that was not good enough. I had to, you know, I really got to be doing better. But, you know, thanks for asking. Yeah,
0: I think his losses (laughs) seem to hurt him. And he has these kind of ho-hum feelings because he really does get down when he loses. And I think that maybe that gets translated into disappointment or not positive enough. But I think to be as good as he is, some people operate like they have to critique first Because it's dangerous when you celebrate your winnings and you don't constantly look for the critique or criticism of yourself sometimes. Like maybe that's his internal mechanism is that he's constantly thinking and pushing himself. How can I get better? How can I get better? Maybe.
1: I don't know. He must have just said the wrong thing. In in one of his very first initial interviews in the professional sumo world, he must have just left an initial bad taste in people's mouths with that yeah. first interview. Well,
0: maybe they don't also maybe they don't train right, him how to do. He's those. a wrestler. He yeah. hasn't had to do any sort of public speaking, so maybe the beginning was weird. But every time I hear him speak, he seems like genuinely happy and yeah and. Just likes what he does. Yeah. So, Shodai Nooya was born November fifth, nineteen ninety-one, and is from Uto City, Kumamoto Prefecture, and he's twenty-eight years old. And get this—you'll like this—he grew up surrounded a lot by his family, but his mom's family—they were all cantaloupe melon farmers. <laughs>
1: so we have mushroom mitakeomi and cantaloupe. And cantaloupe Shodai.
0: Mm-hmm. He said he grew up, and there was always cantaloupe in the fridge. He Aww. grew up surrounded by melons. <laughs> so like so many other wrestlers he got an early start in elementary school he was wrestling with other kids in the schoolyard, and a local sumo boys club coach saw him and he convinced him to take up sumo He did. And by the fifth grade, he was competing in the national sumo competition. And I like that both of our sekiwakis were scouted on the playground. I know. What is it about Japan where the coaches go out and look for like really spirited kids during recess and (laughs) and recruit them into sumo? What do they look for? I
1: think it shows that these kids have really enjoyed this since the beginning and the really good kids that are... that are really compelled to do well, outshine any other kid from the beginning.
0: Yeah. He dominated in sumo all throughout junior high, so it was of no surprise that by the time he graduated from high school, he had won the Youth National Sumo Championship. And from there, he went on to university and joined the sumo club there. He went to Tokyo University and studied agriculture and food information science in the international development department and all while he was studying he managed to practice sumo and eventually at the same time won collegiate yokozuna by the end of his second year and at that point he qualified to join professional sumo at makushita 15 but he decided to finish school instead so go school yay by the time he got to his junior year at university, he was competing in the All Japan Sumo Championship, but he actually lost out to Endo, losing his Yokozuna rank. And therefore that did not qualify him for jumping into sumo at Makushi 15 at the end of college. So he graduated and he went instead and joined the Tokitsukaze stable in 2014. His stablemate is Yutakayama. And so he has a good sparring partner, at least in Yutakayama. And he, by the way, actually kept his family name for his Shikona. So mm-hmm. his coach Showed said up. yeah, his coach said, hey, it's a good name. It's, it's not name. bad at all. So why change it, right? Mm-hmm. So because Shodai chose to finish school, he joined sumo at the very, very bottom. And he had to compete in the Maizumo level, which is a non-level, really, for the wrestlers who don't have a Bansuke ranking yet. The sumos have their first bouts and require that they, they have two wins to be able to be bumped into the very lowest sumo division to really go up. And and compete. Which showed I did. He won two bouts and lost one. And he climbed those rungs of the lower division rather steadily. And in fact, from when he started and when he went to the Makauchi Division in January two thousand and sixteen, he became tied for the third fastest wrestler to reach the highest level of sumo since nineteen fifty eight. Yep. At only eleven tournaments. So he's had four appearances in Sanyaku since his professional start, and he seems to just have an overall happy disposition, and you see him kind of bouncing happy after he wins and a happy jog down to backstage, which is what I like about him. You want to hear some fun facts? Yes. Blood type A. How
1: did you find out their blood type? (laughs) You know,
0: if you go into the Japanese translation into the Wikipedia, it's... Far more in depth than really? the English Wikipedia. Yeah, I did not. And they—that's that. where they had their blood type. He loves manga and has over 100 manga videos. Okay. His favorite food is omelet rice, and he made a video for his hometown. It's called Trip to Amakusa, which is the that video of him sipping wine by yes, the water. Yes. Yes. In the hot so, tub. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's really sweet.
0: Oh, so that's what I got on Shodai.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. All right, I just have a little bit to add to this because Leslie's really giving you a great background about who these guys are. Mitake Yumi today is about 386 pounds, 27 years old, 5 foot 11, which isn't enormously tall for a sumo wrestler. He looks like a little round Buddha, really. And Shodai, who is taller, he's just over 6 foot, uh, like 0.5 inches, something like that. Uh, 364 pounds So Shodai's lighter but taller But he's still a real big guy Okay, Mitakiyume, a little shorter Much rounder 27, 28 years old, both of them So about the
0: same age They came into the Makauchi division Right about the same time, right? I don't know Both of them shot Really fast through the ranks
1: To the very top Shodai has still not won any big tournaments, yet he is he is a guy that's, you know, been around since 2016 in the top division and doing really well, but hasn't done well enough to win a tournament, as opposed to Mitake Yumi, who has won two yusho's thus far, okay? Mitake Yumi is a guy who does really, really well, even wins a yusho and then gets injured, and falls down the ranks, and then heals, and jumps right back up to Sanyaku, and then earning wins and rises up, and almost gets Ozeki, maybe even wins a tournament, and then gets injured Ugh. again. So the last six tournaments for Mitakeumi, listen to this: Sekiwake, 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 Megashira two, Megashira three, Sekiwake. Yeah. So he's right up there near the top when he first entered the you know, the biggest ranks. He he uh, this must be the diarrhea year because <laughs> he show- he said he showed up with the flu. And fought anyway. Yeah. So maybe he had the flu and diarrhea.
0: I think that diarrhea may have been the flu, yeah. Yeah. And still... But nerves as well.
1: Yeah. Still had an 8-7 record when he appeared in 2015. And he's just been doing well since 2015 through 2020. He won the biggest prizes. Let's see. The first time he won the U Show... It's interesting because he says in interviews that he just happened to be there because all of the Yokozuna were out and the Ozeki were out that tournament with injury. Mm. So he was pretty critical about himself and his own win. He was basically like, I didn't really earn this. I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Which is why his Yusha win in 2019 was so big for him. Because he felt like he really... Earned that yeah. one. Yeah, He's fought with a pretty bad knee injury. That one's from 2019. He also had a pretty significant eye injury. And I think right now he's in that Ozeki run again. He's done really well in the last two tournaments. And if he could get, I think, 12 wins in the next tournament, he would be eligible for Ozeki. And I think a lot of people are hoping and waiting and wishing that he would get that ozeki status they feel like he very much deserves it and then there's other people out there who are like no he's lazy always gets injured they're pretty tough on the kid yeah you know and they're like why. why i don't know why people are so tough on these guys either i just tend to cheer them on i think mitake umi is so popular because of his personality and also because of his family like everybody loves the just the fandom that comes from his family, but they, you know, he's pretty gregarious and funny in interviews too. I think the first time he won a U show, he said something like, Wow, I've never spoken in front of so many people all at once. And of course, that endeared everyone to him. They're like, Oh, I love this kid. <laughs> he's got a bit of a sense of humor, he's very playful, mm-hmm. and he likes pudding. I mean, come on. Yeah, what's not to love? I want to know
0: what flavor pudding it is. I
1: don't, yeah. Me too. So in terms of his style, it's interesting, these two guys, again, like our Komasubi, used two very different styles of sumo. Mitake Umi is a pusher, Thruster. He also is getting better at belt sumo, but I think his preferred style is that pushing style. He loves going hard at the tachi eye. Right, the very beginning, like he's very competitive about getting off the line first and taking two steps forward before his opponent could even take one step forward. Yeah. So he's lightning fast well, off the tachi Is it you strong. or
0: me that has given him the name of the freight train of sumo? I think you call him that. But yeah, he is. It's, like it's the, There's so much strength behind that movement up top and it's coming at you fast. Yeah.
1: And it's 386 pounds. That's <laughs> <laughs> enough to get you moving back and out of the ring. So, Mitake Yumi, however you want to call him, he's a formidable opponent. Shodai, So Shodai's last six tournaments, here's his rank. Maegashira 3, Maegashira 4, Maegashira 10, Maegashira 4. Oh, it's more than six. Sekiwake, Sekiwake, Sekiwake. Okay, so... Shodai has consistently been fighting with high-ranked men and doing well enough to keep his rank most of the time. He's been for four solid years at the higher Megashiro numbers, and now Sekiwake. He's been there a long time. Yeah, four years without any significant injuries.
0: Right. That I'm like aware. He's pretty of. steady. He he may yeah. not have like a bunch of wins in a tournament, but like he betters himself, and then if he falls back, it's only one or two places, and then he continues to better himself. And that's kind of like slow and steady wins the race. Yeah, he
1: bounces up and then bounces down, bounces up and then bounces down. But he's staying pretty much at the top. So again, when I look at these guys and I sort of look at their fighting style and their history and I see who's getting injuries, it's interesting because it's the pusher thrusters that seem to have to deal with injuries more often than the belt guys. Shodai is a belt guy wrestler. And he doesn't have any big injuries. Now, they might be subtle that he's working with. Mm -hmm. But then you look at the careers of these Yokozuna that have been around for a long time as well they're belt guys too so maybe there's some science behind that like if that's you're an a interesting belt guy, idea maybe you don't get as many injuries that's totally conjecture on my part but it just from looking closely at the records that we've looked at the past couple of episodes that's a theme that's starting to come forward hmm. and i'd love to know more from our wrestlers like are you seeing the same thing have you ever thought about this as well am i just guessing and i'm totally off like let me know Shodai prefers grappling techniques rather than pushing his opponents. Mm -hmm. But he can if he he has to. Yeah, he absolutely can. His favorite grip on the mawashi is called a migiyotsu, which is left hand outside, right right hand hand inside. inside right? He loves to grab people by their belt and force them backwards. He also often does a double inside grip as well. And he's done very, very well with his technique. I mean, he defeated Yokozuna before. He's had four special prizes, but he's just never gotten that big big prize yet. He's also been described as an odd sumo wrestler because he doesn't always go for really strong tachi.ai Mitake Yumi is like that freight train taken right. off from the beginning. Shodai's not. Hmm. Shodai will oftentimes just stand up and wait. And maybe that's also where injuries come in. Like if you tend to rush head first into things you're going to be the first that's going to be injured. Whereas mm-hmm. if you are watching your opponent more and sort of reacting more at the eye, maybe there's fewer injuries there. Just hmm. beginning to think about these that's sort of things. interesting.
0: Proactive versus reactive wrestlers. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Shodai's more of a sidestepper. Right? He's very agile guy. He moves around as a lot. He's like... Honestly, I think I talk about this all the time. He's like a child's toy, where it's or that bobble-headed doll that sits yes, on your Yeah, head her, bobs. Yeah. I love on it. The, on the well, you dashboard. can read him
0: very easily. He's like, oh, I didn't like that. Or, oh, yeah, that was pretty good. He bounces. Well, yeah, he jumps up and down not when he's only, excited.
1: Not only after the bounce, but he does that during the matches, too. Like People have him up against the rope, and he kind of bounces around and moves to the left and well, the right he like do the do Matrix. That right when
0: he like before Tatiai? He goes down on the ground, he puts his hands down, and then his head bobbles a little? I haven't noticed that. That, maybe oh, I think it's him I also might be making that up but I'm pretty sure it's him People have described his sumo as
1: cartoon sumo hmm. but I think it's due to that sort of like jumpy bouncy moving around yeah. a lot you yeah. can't pin the guy down yeah type of sumo which I think is really exciting but I'm not sure everybody else loves it uh, but it's kind of exciting to wonder which one of these guys is gonna get up there next. In terms of popularity. Or if they
0: will. Or if they
1: will, right. In terms of popularity, I think Mitakiyumi is more popular. I'm not sure that Shodai is very popular in Japan. I may be totally off, but just from what I've been seeing online, there's not the kind of fan fervor behind him that there is with yeah. Mitake Umi. Yeah. And maybe that's just because of the lack of wins. Like once you have a win, people mm-hmm. get really curious about who you are and they want more yeah. of your story. And so I think that's why there's a lack of information out there about Shodai and maybe more misunderstanding about who he is. I'm just I'm just guessing. I I just found this week I had to guess a lot about who this kid Shodai is and why there's some negative press about him because there's not that much info out there. Yeah, I don't know. He's an introvert, I think. Maybe that's it. Maybe he's an introvert. He just doesn't prefer to talk he prefers to wrestle so shodai is an enigma we don't we no, don't know what shodai. he's all about we haven't we have an idea about Matake you I mean we know he likes pudding
0: well we know about shodai is that he likes white wine and he has a blood type of a a <laughs> maybe this is the a blood type maybe, maybe that's the difference between o and a maybe who knows, who knows? <laughs>
1: but anyway that's all that i really have about their styles i'm curious to know as we look at the ozeki next week if the same pattern is going to come to play we'll have one belt guy and one pusher thruster as i was doing this work and looking at their fighting styles it made me wonder if people with a jsa are always thinking we got to have at least one belt guy and one pusher thruster Mm. to even out these rankings too
0: yeah, but I, I I think that overall there are far more pusher thrusters than there are belt guys. I don't know. I think there that is the that is official. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just spouting at the mouth. I am. Welcome to quarantine week nine hundred and seventy four.
1: Hey. We're doing our best, so I think that's it. I think that's our style of sumo here at Sumo Kaboom. Please tune in again for more info on the sport we love. Thank you to Joanne Smith for sending us an email this week. She wanted some videos that we had mentioned in earlier episodes, and so I, I sent uh, sent the ones I could to her today. It is always so nice to hear from our listeners. So don't be a stranger. Tell us, like, email
0: us. Let us know. What you're thinking? We get so excited. Like I said, we've been quarantined we really a long time, so it's like as exciting as the grocery store delivery is for us. We're like, we got an email. We got an email from somebody who listens. We really do
1: do our best to get to the bottom of your questions. If we don't know an answer, we'll go online and start Google translating all the Japanese sites we possibly can to find or out more. Or I'll about. just run on with my mouth. Yeah, and let's make it, it up. Make it up for you. <laughs> So until later, I'm Laurie. And I'm Leslie. Thank you so much for listening. Sayonara. See y'all later.